All right, sit down, be humble, and listen to the story I'm about to drop on you. You know how Facebook says, or said a few years ago, Mark Zuckerberg went to Congress and said, hey, my bad, our bad, we, we screwed up, we've been playing fast and loose with your data, we're going to do better, we've learned from our mistakes, promise we will do better. And then a little time goes by, and then a whistleblower comes out and says, well, you know what? The company's still the same, values cash flow over your data. And you think to yourself, I knew this. I knew that nothing had changed. And then what do you got? You got the NFL. You got the NFL, all kinds of uh, public relations problems. It's got uh, you know all kinds of good things to say about diversity, puts in the end zone, and racism. And then you find out what happened with the coach of the Raiders, and you think, mm, have things really changed? Scott Stinson is the national sports columnist for Post Media, and has got a great article about this and joins me on the line. Hey, Scott. Hey, Alan. How are you doing? I'm real good. All right. Give me a sense of who the coach was, past tense, and how did he get into trouble? So John Gruden was uh, the coach of coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Before that, he was the coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, won a Super Bowl with them in the early 2000s, and before that was actually once other time the coach of the Raiders. But in between his coaching jobs after Tampa Bay and before uh, his second go-round with the Raiders, he was a color analyst for Monday Night Football on ESPN, popular program, lots of people know it. Uh, basically what happened was he, during his time while working at ESPN, he had a frequent email relationship with a guy who at the time was the general manager or president of the NFL team in Washington. And he said a lot of things in those emails that, as you sort of noted, were run very contrary to the messages that the NFL is trying to put out now. There was skepticism about hiring female referees. Um, there was the sharing of topless photos of cheerleaders. It was all pretty grim stuff. And um, this ended up being released kind of in an unrelated matter. It had nothing to do with an investigation into John Gruden, but there had been an investiga- investigation into the workplace misconduct at the Washington football team. And as part of that outside law firm investigation, they ended up getting all these emails on the server and they went through them and they noticed that this guy who was an NFL employee in, in this case, Gruden uh, was mentioned in a lot of them and had authored a lot of them. And so they provided them to the NFL and said, Hey, you may want to take a look at this. And basically what happened was after a few months, the NFL gave them to the Raiders uh, a couple of days went by, and then this, what seems to be leaks came out, and, and the details of these emails were uh, published in the New York Times. And within hours of that publication, Gruden was resigning in what sure seems like a forced resignation. Yeah, what? Not even 24 hours after he stood at the podium and said, "I'm not, you know, I'm not racist. There's nothing to see here." Right. Yeah, there was there was one sort of element of the story that I kind of skipped past. There was one of the emails had been published on Friday, where he had made used a racial uh, reference to uh, head of the players association. And after that one was published, he, for reasons only known to John Gruden, 
got up and said, yeah, I'm a great guy. I don't have, I'm not a racist at all. I don't have any racist, you know, bones in my body uh, and so on and so forth, despite knowing that clearly there was the potential that all these other emails would come out. Um, so I'm not sure where he was going with that tactic, but as, as you said, it, it lasted like basically less than a day since he had made that sort of uh, half-hearted apology that the rest of the stuff came out. And then from that point on, he was pretty much, uh, it was a fait accompli that he was going to be no longer the coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. All right, tell, tell me, Scott, why is this more than just one bad apple within the NFL family? Well, the the challenge is, it is a, a, you know, as I mentioned, it came out of this investigation of the Washington football team, which was basically completely under wraps. Um, there were serious allegations of sexual harassment and workplace misconduct there. Uh, there was some sort of resolution. We know that the owner of that team, Daniel Snyder, is sort of sitting some kind of punishment out where he's not as involved in the operations of the team. Nobody knows how long that will last. Nobody knows how significant the punishment is. No other person in that organization has been publicly identified or, or served any punishment as far as anybody knows. So that's certainly curious. It's, it suggests that they are willing to make sure that a guy like John Gruden, who is a head coach, gets fired. But if somebody in ownership is involved, they're not really willing to uh, extend the same type of punishment to that person. And then the sort of broader point is just, uh, as you sort of noticed, noted in your intro, you know, the, the league has been doing all these things to try to create less of an old boys club, um, whether it's anti-racism messages on the, on the helmets or uh, putting money into, into racial injustice uh, efforts in the wake of the whole George Floyd thing last summer. Um, so they've been doing all this stuff publicly, but this really undermines it, quite obviously. Hmm. Like, is, this, is, is what John Gruden is saying in these emails representative of the way a lot of the NFL culture thinks? And if that's the case, then it's going to take a long time for these attitudes to change as opposed to let's put a good slogan on the back of a helmet and assume that solves the problem. The thing that I... I'm kind of alarming. I mean, John Gruden is not 78. He's 58. You know, he's, right. he's, he's not like a everybody's kindly old grandpa who maybe doesn't necessarily have, <laughs> have right. the right views in, in what we think of the way we kind of approach these things in the modern right, Scott, thank, thanks, man. I appreciate it. We'll, go, we'll leave it there. I appreciate it. Thanks. That's Scott Simpson, the national sports columnist for Post Media. My name is Alan Carter. And this is Global News Radio.